0: Welcome to episode 31, season 2 of Our Small Holding Life, Warts and All. It is now 20 to 8 Thursday evening. Um, I can just, I'm just out in the field, I'm just doing the horse's water. Uh, I can feel spit spots of rain, but I don't think it's going kind to of amount to much, judging by the clouds. Um, yeah, so today, uh, you may remember at the end of last week's episode um i said charlotte had gone into uh labor um and there's still no sign of the baby unfortunately labor is not progressing very fast at all um poor poor girl um and so uh she's still up there um having contractions but they're not really doing a lot so um Uh, at the minute, latest, is that she is, uh, they've given her something to help her sleep um, so she can build up some energy and I think at some point when they've got space they will uh, start to induce the contractions so uh, it's going to be a long night Um, I'm feeling really quite deflated uh, this evening for a number of reasons Um, I thought I'd have a really good productive day and I kind of did, I potted up some things and I cut some things and I cut some uh flowers for drying, um did a bit of researching, etc etc but I, I, I couldn't really focus obviously with Charlotte going up to the hospital terribly well so um I didn't get as much done as I could have or should have really even and then um and then <laughs> and then I had uh, some flowers to deliver um in the evening well, sort of, yeah evening now this has been uh so i don't know i can't remember if i talked about it in the last podcast but this customer has been very um difficult and um uh, i'd already cut one bunch uh the other week which they then cancelled and uh so giving them the benefit of the doubt uh, when they apologised and said oh, re- they really wanted to go ahead and there was lots of to and fro in. I, tried, I did try to sort of pass them off but uh, they weren't having it and they really wanted to give it a go you know um, this is somebody who's buying for a client so it's, it's probably a bit difficult but so I thought okay give her the benefit of the doubt um, we arranged to for me to deliver them um, after five o'clock Thursday so we went over there um i had to there was a big set of gates i, I was instructed to press the teleco the intercom <laughs> so i did exactly that uh, it went straight to answer phone nobody answered it was about five past five uh by t- i tried to message her if her phone wasn't on um, by ten to six um i just got back out and i messaged on the intercom again that uh you know that was it i'm going home and the flowers are at the farm if you want them so um uh to which i had the reply that um eventually that uh she was very sorry she was busy doing something and uh then the message to say that she should have given me the code for the gate well that was all well and good but um i haven't replied to the messages lesson learned i think that I, in future i will just say to people you know you would love to come and collect the flowers, um, especially as it, it has been a, a bit of a difficult <laughs> doing and fro Uh I don't know, I just feel like, I, don't, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but John says, oh, I don't know, it's just pulling the wool over your eyes. And I'm thinking, really? Why, why would people do that, though? Um, I don't know, I don't know. I just feel like, like it is a bit of a kick in the teeth, really, I suppose. I guess people are out there like that. I don't know. She might still turn up to collect these flowers, but I very much doubt it. Um, yeah, so anyway, and then when we got home, um, John went out to do, feed the animals, and I got the dinner on, and he said, oh, um who's left the tap on today? And I said, well, not me, because I haven't been out there watering today, so I haven't left the tap on at all so then i went out and i did i noticed there was water this morning but i thought the geese had been splashing about in the bucket because it's right near their bucket so i went out there john said it's this tap and i'm not that means that yesterday um when george was in the garden he had turned the tap on it's been on for nearly 24 hours which is great because we're on a water meter (laughs) it's not like it hasn't happened before it does happen it used to happen quite regularly when we had the liveries here and even you know, John and I have been known to leave the tap on, so it does happen. But it's like, oh, just about <laughs> finished my day off. I'm like, bloody kidding me. So um, i just walking into the bucket now. Nice soggy, wet patch in the uh, paddock. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I looked up some like tap lock things, but we've got that many taps that they're and they're quite expensive. And so, I don't think we'd be able to go around and put them on every tap, but it doesn't matter how hard I turn the taps off tightly, George keeps turning them on. And um, what happened yesterday was, um, Samantha was going out to the car, and then George ran off and came back into the garden, and she couldn't find him. Um, So, but when, and then she, so she went off out to the car to, to take Lucy, and when I went out the front, George was there and he'd got the front tap on and he'd got the hose pointed at Mia because Mia was trying to get him. And um, so I turned that tap off, but obviously he'd been in the garden and sneaked in and turned the tap on in here too. So great, that's great. (laughs) Uh, I don't really know how to stop him. Uh, turn this off. I turn them off tight, but he's like really strong. It's like, doesn't matter how many. The thing is with George is he does not listen at all. It doesn't matter what you do, He doesn't listen. <laughs> and um <laughs> just say to him, he's not deaf. But no, he's just a bit naughty at the minute. And uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, so I feel oh, very... Uh, not very great about everything today it's just like oh you know tomorrow will be another day tomorrow I'll, hopefully i'll have a, a new grandchild and i th- i've got uh, somebody lined up who potentially will buy the flowers um because when i told them about it last time that she just did camp- i picked them all cut them all got them all ready and then she cancelled and she said oh she messaged me i'd have had them so i do potentially have a customer that will um buy the flowers anyway so that's not too bad and you know the water it's just a bit of water <laughs> a bit of water and a bit extra on the bill but <laughs> it's no big deal it's just how to stop George turning these bloody taps on um and the thing is with the, like oh, what is he three they're fast they're fa- and our garden is quite overgrown so they're fast and you can nip out you know um go somewhere turn the tap on get back to the front of the, by the gate and you don't even know he's really done it that's the thing and John says well why wasn't somebody watching him well Samantha was trying to get Lucy into the car and he ran back again it's very difficult for the twins and he ran back to the house so she, she kind of looks him and thinks well that's alright he's gone in the right direction at least he's gone back that way I'll go and get him in a minute uh, meanwhile I didn't realise he'd come back so then he's gone down in the garden and uh, turn the saps on. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> it's a good job I have this thing to talk into and moan into. Um, yep, yeah, that little spitting has got the clouds are like broken, um but they, there's bits of them are quite grey, so they do look like it might be rain. But uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to have a look on the rain radar, won't I? <laughs> Hello, it's a uh, quarter to ten Friday morning um, <clears throat> sun shining I've uh, been up this morning busy um, I've picked oh pounds and pounds and pounds of tomatoes um, I've picked a few courgettes, uh, just small ones and a couple of cucumbers um, Some, of, a lot of the cucumbers have sort of gone overripe, they were sort of underneath leaf so I took, I think I had about seven or eight of those, took those to the the chickens and the tortoises and the rabbits and the guinea pigs etc etc um took any tomatoes that have gone a bit over or a bit hard or a bit deformed or whatever to the tortoises so they've got those um i've let the ducks out because john keeps leaving me a message because i keep forgetting to let ducks. i've done all that small so have done the eggs um and i've got the dinner prepped um well one lot's two lot, two different lots, so I've got, got some mince out, and John's having mince and veg and potatoes, and I will have, I pulled some carrots for that, and um, I have ch- chopped up the courgettes, and tomatoes, and onions, and some garlic, um, and a bit of spinach, throwing all that in a pan, with uh, a bit of tomato puree, salt and pepper, and some basil, and I'll, um, I'll give it a taste test later on, see what that tastes like, I think it probably wants something added to it. Uh, i trying to keep myself busy because, as yet, we still have no baby. Charlotte's gone into prolonged labour. Um, so that is a, uh, a slow process um, where everything progresses f- well. It's, it's progressing fine. It's just very slow. Um, so, poor thing. She's now been in labour <clears throat> while her waters went um, Thursday night. No, Wednesday night, Wednesday evening at nine o'clock and the contraction sort of started almost uh by midnight that night so now that is um so midnight thursday midnight friday no when, midnight wednesday to midnight thursday to now we're into friday daytime so you can see how long <laughs> long a process it's been poor thing um none of my labors were ever that long none of my other two girls were had labors that long they were all like uh sort of <clears throat> five six hours um so, <laughs> in, uh, yeah, it's, it's a new one on me, but uh, it's apparently prolonged labor where everything progresses very slowly. Um, that's just what it is. So, at the minute, we are still waiting. Um, we're getting near to the finish line, but uh, it's not quite in sight yet, if you know what I mean. So, I think I'm thinking probably uh, 10, 11, 12, two, another four hours maybe, and we may hopefully have a grandchild, our sixth grandchild. So yes, yeah, so I'm all of a jitter this morning. I was awake until um, about one o'clock in the morning, just talking to Maka um, back and forwards with messages. How's it going? What's happening? Blah, blah, uh Thinking, oh, it's going to be born in o- overnight, but it wasn't. So eventually I did get some sleep. But this morning I'm like, oh, it's got to be soon. It's got to be soon. No, it's not going to be soon. Uh, so and I was just like pacing, like a lion pacing up and down, waiting. Um, and consequently, uh, so Shelley messaged and said, well, do you want to go out for coffee and cake with the kids and me? And uh, take your mind off it. Like, yeah, let's do that because um, I can't really concentrate on anything else at the minute. So, uh, yeah, still no, uh, still no word from the lady who ordered the flowers, uh, which is very sad. I kind of hoped that she might... Then uh, come back and um, say I'll come and collect them, but she hasn't. So, uh, yep, I'm going to write that one off as as experience and try not to get caught like that again. Um, Yeah, it's a learning curve. Yeah, so I'm going to nip out for a couple of hours. It'll just be a couple of hours for a coffee and some um, distraction. I need some distraction. And then hopefully uh, we'll have some news um, around lunchtime. That'd be, that'd be good. I'm <coughs> um, not quite sure what I'm going to do when I come back. It all depends on the weather, a lot of it. So uh, well, I can't finish the dinner. I've prepped it, but I need to cook it because I've, tonight I've got a, an alternative therapy treatment at 6 o'clock. So I um, need to have at least John's dinner ready before we go. And do, I, He drops me off for that and I'll probably have mine when I come back. But um, yeah, and I think it must have rained a little bit overnight. I'm pretty sure it did because uh, there was quite a lot of wet ground. That's not that can't be residue from the other day. So um, not masses, I don't think, but um, a little bit. So again, I'm let off the watering this morning because um, you know, the soil is looking damp and things. So it's it's not too bad. Having said that, when I tried to pull carrots, I just kept pulling the tops off. So I'm gonna have to dig the carrots out (laughs) because they've embedded themselves in that bed. Um yeah, so maybe that's a job I'll do later. I've got so much to prep still. I've got tomatoes, let mounds of tomatoes here. Um in various stages of ripening. So I need to do something quite a lot of those. i still got the apples too, haven't done those yet. I looked at the plum tree, a lot of those have fallen off. And I thought, uh, do I? I still got plums in the, in the freezer from last year. If I'm honest, so shall I just let the birds have those plums this year? Yes, I probably will because a lot of them are very small. Where it, we haven't had any rain, um, so yeah, maybe I'll just I'll just let the birds have those this year and and try again next year. Okay. Oh, it's Saturday, um, almost 11 o'clock. We've been up this morning and uh, did all the jobs and then shot off, got some shopping, dropped off the flowers to a customer and came back. Um, the sun is shining, but there are big clouds. I, think I was going to put my washing out. I did check the weather and it doesn't say rain, but that looks like a big rain cloud to me. <laughs> big, heavy, grey cloud. Um, so we 'll see um, uh, we are grandparents again, um, which is great, and uh, we have a new grandson, but um, as in life, things did not always did not go to plan <laughs> and um, by about uh, I think it was about half past seven last night, I was really wor- really worried because we 'd had radio silence for about five hours and I thought, I don't know what to do now. I'm just like, I, fe- I felt sick. I felt, I thought something's wrong, something's wrong. Um, anyway, eventually we got the, a message just to say, everyone's okay and we have a new grandson. And then I spoke to Macca uh, about an hour or so later and it seems that everything that could have gone wrong with the labour and the delivery went wrong. So, um, and entirely it entirely went wrong, and uh, Charlotte ended up having a C-section after they'd tried forceps. Um, just um, she had quite a, a bleed. Um, uh, she had muconium inside of her. The baby wasn't the baby's breathing rate and all its sats were all wrong. So basically, yeah, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Even Charlotte's uterus didn't even not even contract back, so I had to give her drugs for that. <laughs> So the poor girl has absolutely been through the mill, Um, that's a very long time, Uh, but they are all um, safe and uh, although they're being monitored and they've got various antibiotics being pumped through both of them, um, yeah it's all all going in the right direction, albeit a little bit slowly. (laughs) As ever. But uh yeah, so that's fantastic news. Have a new grandson, here's he's a whopper, he nine pound one, so you can uh, and Charlotte's very small, she's five foot two and very slender. Um so <laughs> you can see um there were some problems there. Well there were some problems. Um yeah, so happy days. I'm just actually waiting this morning to for her to move from the observation ward up into a ward and then I'll we'll shoot up there. And give her a mum hug and uh, and see how I can help her out, really. As, uh, I've had a cesarean myself. It's not the easiest thing in the first couple of days, moving about and looking after baby and all that. So she will need a bit of help. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, it's great. It's great news and congratulations to them. Um... It's going to be brilliant. I haven't got a name yet, no name, so um, but hopefully, we'll get a name soon today, that'll be great. So, yeah, so at uh, the minute, I'm still waiting. Um, don't want to, I said to John, don't really want to get my teeth into any big job because the minute I they say, right, you can come up, then I'll be shooting off to see the pair of what well, all three of them, and see how they're doing. So, um, so that's it really most of the day that'll probably be where i spend the rest of the afternoon and stuff and john john will come up as well but yeah um i've got to scroll around and look for a job to do um i was going to be put the washing out but there's a massive gray cloud going over the top right now so not sure if i'm going to be able to do that It's half past five um, and it's very windy. So I've dived into the greenhouse. Gives me a minute to check everything over while I'm in here. Some things need some water by the looks of it. I've just got a few like biannual, uh, not annual. I don't know, I've got hardy annuals. and Some biannuals grey and stuff. Um, yeah, so we, we uh, were able to get up to the hospital and um go and see charlotte and the baby and Maka. um Macca greeted us at the door with a, a smile that went from one ear to the other ear um <laughs> and uh, when i got to see charlotte she didn't quite have that smile bless her she's uh, like like she's probably feels like she's done 10 rounds in the ring um but uh everything is going in the right direction and baby is just gorgeous absolutely gorgeous. um just archetypal what you think a baby should look like i mean i've seen a lot of babies not all babies look gorgeous i mean they're all beautiful in their own way but he just looks gorgeous or maybe I'm biased. i don't know um yeah so that was uh that was great it was lovely it just really puts my mind at race, rest to go up and see her give her a hug and make sure that she's mentally and physically okay which she is so that's good um we didn't stay too long um, let them get on with it um, as first-time parents but uh, when she comes home I'll be definitely on hand to give her a, as much help as I possibly can yeah so let's see our new grandson which was absolutely lovely um it's about it's quite a way up to Oxford from here and back again the traffic was pretty easy flowing but even so it takes a it takes a while so we got back i said john i'm just gonna sit down i can't i can't be bothered to do anything (laughs) to be fair so so we didn't we haven't uh, john's just fed the animals and stuff but um i haven't done anything else uh yeah this wind is drying everything out again oh dear um we had a little bit of rain there was like a splash but not not anything much i think we got some more coming next week um also our ibc tanks should be delivered next week too so um I'm not quite sure when, John I mean, it's not urgent to get them fixed up. Um, you know, it'd probably be a winter job because um, uh, sort of by the time they get here next week, um, we're into the weekend before the wedding, and so um, you know, it's not. They're not going to get done then. This is we've got twelve IBC tanks that all got to be joined together. It's not a small task. <laughs> um, so yeah that's uh that's the state of play today not a lot doing on our behalf uh, really and uh although i have been looking at what i'm going to do i've decided i said to john i'm going to invest all right i'll see if i can get a second hand one but um i'm going to get a second slow cooker um because uh with the price of uh you know um electric and that going up uh slow cooker is uh a fantastically economical way of uh, cooking your dinner, and so um, I love it for the winter. Um, I absolutely love it. Just chuck it all in there, and later on, at some point in the evening, your dinner's ready. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that, to be fair. Plus, you can cook uh, pudding in it as well. You can cook some, you know, puddings in it. And also, while I was looking through to see what kind of things you can grow in it, I discovered you can do mac and cheese in it right well i am so so gonna get one for that because john hates mac and cheese and so i never ever make mac and cheese um haven't made it oh i don't know 30 years and uh i thought i can do it in the slow cooker i'm gonna get one just even if it's just for mac and cheese for myself i'm gonna get one (laughs) and make mac and cheese all winter long That doesn't use any of the produce that I uh, we grow here, but uh, I like mac and cheese, and uh, never ever get to eat it ever. So um, I thought, yeah, definitely, I'm definitely (laughs) going to do mac and cheese in one, one of them. John says, why would you want two lots of dinner going at the same time in different I said I don't. I want dinner going in one and pudding going in the other at the same time, and then you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, when you've been out and everything's busy, you've been busy. Yeah, you've still got dinner and pudding. Yeah, yeah it's great. What's, what's wrong? What's wrong with that? Nothing. Um, definitely the way forward for me. I, I, I tried to look up also. John says, well, I reckon you could probably rig up a slow cooker with a solar panel and do it that way. <laughs> Not even use the electric. And then, so then I was looking up um, sun ovens and things, which obviously are used in a lot of, um, you know, underdeveloped countries to cook. Uh, and camping and outdoor wilderness type of uh, adventures and all that, um, but uh, I, I probably won't go that far. And also, I thought, do you know, we also do have, obviously not at the minute because everything's bone dry, but we do have the fire pit. Um, you know, so I can, you know, if I'm out here working, I can just keep a a kettle gently on the on the tick over, or I can even get. I've got a big uh, Dutch oven. pan so i can even you know put the dinner on outside while i'm you know working i'll just put it on the uh, fire pit or you know at the end of the day john comes home i say let's stick some sausages on the fire pit because we've got plenty of wood around so that's not going to cost us anything is it (laughs) these are my these are my thinkings. i'm trying to think um you know ways to save money uh for the Although I did say to John, he does boil the kettle way too many times during the day, and also he's not averse to just flicking the uh, the grill on to do toast and stuff, which um, I shouldn't really be doing. Just pop that in the uh, pop it in the toaster, because that's a lot more efficient, and um, or have a sandwich, <laughs> don't have the toast at all. Then you're not using any electric. Yeah, so I, I even though potentially we don't have to save the money you know it's not going to be um difficult for us if though if those prices go up like it will be for a lot of people but by the same token i don't see the harm in trying to reduce your bills all the time i don't see the harm in that i think that is how we should be doing i actually watched a video the other day on an online video um or youtube channel um Self-sufficiency channel where a chap um, was showing how to uh, take one whole chicken and um, basically butcher it—a uh, chicken that he bought from the farm shop—butcher it um, and get however many meals out of it for the price of buying a ready uh, butchered chicken breast. I—I um, I thought people did that anyway. I'd. I thought you know that people just would use a whole chicken and use every single bit of it rather than go out and buy a chicken breast, but apparently not uh, apparently lots of people just go out and buy a chicken breast um I don't know that, that so i i didn't i don't know I suppose I think that everybody thinks like me they don't um and uh but I would always probably use a whole chicken go for a whole chicken over the uh more expensive ready done cuts and uh use the whole thing everything time and time again roasted that and I'm gonna boil up the bones <laughs> do everything with it and uh yeah the only one thing I did he did that I didn't do that I don't do and never have done but I am going to try is he saved all the skin and then he fried it all up and dried it all out and it was like pork scratchings so I thought yeah I'm gonna give that a go because uh I, I don't usually do that so <laughs> I'm definitely going to give that a go. I reckon probably could even. I don't know if you could store them for very long, for they might go rancid. But it um, probably wouldn't last that long anyway. Hello, it's Monday morning, half past seven. Um, I've just been out this morning, cutting some flowers for a bouquet. That's being collected later this afternoon. Um, The the mornings have definitely got a chill in the air. Um, And uh, here we go with John and I and our differences again. I'll get up in the morning, open all the windows, open the door, let the fresh air in. Doesn't matter how cool it is. He's like, oh, he gets up. Can we shut the door? Because I'm a bit cold. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll just open it when you've gone to work. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, totally another difference. I like all the fresh air coming in. Um, until it's really cold, of course, and then I like to shut, shut it out like everybody else. But, uh, you can hear the birds singing away today. It's beautiful morning, the sun's shining. We are due some rain, quite heavy rain, um, across the south and central regions. Whether we'll get any, I don't know. Could do with a bit, to be fair. Uh, but there is quite heavy dew overnight, so not too bad. Um, <clears throat> I don't know when I last spoke on here, but, um, all the days are merging into one at the minute and I'm really emotionally and physically shattered. Um, so, uh, I went at the hospital yesterday early in the morning with Macca. Um, uh, things are not, pre- basically, ba- yesterday when I was there, baby was readmitted to the high dependency unit, um, because he's got an infection that they can't get on top of and they didn't really know what it was at the minute. But um, by um, yesterday evening I had a message to say that the infection markers had come right down, so that's good. Uh, So I think they will be in there for a a couple more days at least yet, um, which is a shame for them because I know they just want to get home and get on with being a family. But, uh, you know, as I keep saying, he's in the best place. To be fair, we have some of the best doctors in the country, if not the world at the JR at the Oxford hospitals and so we're so lucky that that is our local um local hospital. So um yeah so consequently I spent most of the day up there yesterday. Uh <clears throat> John was here holding the fort. He's been out with the with the mower and the drag, dragged the paddocks um and things like that. Uh so and I yeah, I'm, I don't know where I'm on my uh head or my tail at the minute but I thought I'd get up this morning to get on with my normal day Um, and uh, I'll just you know keep messaging them through the day see how things are going Um, so yes and also um, this was rather nice I had a message from a lady called Stacey Stacey and she has a uh, a small holding up in Norfolk I think it is Um, and I just looked at the name of of it on the facebook of a she's got a facebook page um and uh which was lovely lovely to hear from somebody who listens that's really great um and they she has something like 300 quail no 800 quail and i'm like wow 800 quail. that's a lot that's a lot of quail uh plus all sorts of other animals so um yeah do take a look i'll, I'll get the name uh I, i'm rubbish I, I look at it think yeah that's the name and i go back <laughs> and, uh, I've totally forgotten it while I was talking, saying something else, so I will look it up again, and I'll just pop it on the end of here, and, um, yes, yeah, so it's nice to listen, to hear from listeners, really, to, to hear what they think, and, um, you know, and, uh, just to get feedback, really, um, I, I, I mean, like I said, I've always said I do this, because, a, I don't, you know, I don't, most of the time I'm here by myself, I don't get to talk to anybody. B, um, so I can talk into this, B, I think, it's talking out about something that other people might understand, because even though my family, you know, they've been immersed in our life for this many years, they don't really sort of understand the ins and outs, the day, day ins and day outs of it um even now you know my they're like oh yeah well we're just we can just go away this weekend I'm like we can all go away there no we can't because I need someone to look after this place you can't I can't just think oh I'll go away this weekend (laughs) it doesn't work like that for us um so there's quite a lot of things they they just they still you know they get they sort of see it but they don't really understand it entirely some of them do not all of them um so yeah that that's another thing it's nice to uh sort of talk about thing, other things that somebody out there listening will understand um and also i think it's uh you know to say to show people who have no idea what this kind of life is like you know what goes on and um how things are um you know, and, and sometimes it inspires other people. It's certainly, I was always, I was inspired by another friend of mine who was doing that. We weren't at the time living in, you know, in the suburb of, well, not a suburb, in a town, in a large town. Um, and so that was, you know, when I went to hers and I spoke to her and I saw what she was doing, I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. I really want to do this. So that inspired me to to take the path that we took. And who knows, it might inspire somebody else to take the path that they would really like to take, you know, um, by however they can. And as I said, you don't have to have acres and acres to to follow that, to be in that kind of lifestyle. You just have to have, um, you just have to, you know, go in the direction that you want to go. And there's no standard for it all. Everybody's different. Um, so, yeah, that, so that was nice to hear from a listener so if anybody else wants to get in touch do uh sort of pop over to the Friesland Farm Facebook page and drop me a personal message I honestly I don't mind it's it's great to hear from people um great to connect um so yeah that was nice uh I yeah I sat down to this morning just to finish my tea and I'm, now I'm going to go and finish cutting um flowers I've got a lot of flowers I need to cut because obviously over the whole last however many four days I've totally neglected what is out here um because so I haven't cut anything uh haven't done anything I haven't I haven't even popped out here I haven't even had time so um I've got a lot of flowers that need cutting I, and again I don't know whether um I don't know whether to make up jam jars and put them out. Maybe I'll make up some jam jars and put them out there just to see if anybody wants any. Uh, I need to get this, I need to nail this routine of putting flowers out regularly so people know when they're going to be out there, I think. I think that's going to be the key. Um, Otherwise, I have no idea what what I'm going to do. I I mean, I've been very quiet on social media, obviously, over the last uh, few days as well. So you do have to constantly keep sort of like, um posting to get you know to get the algorithms to notice you if you like which is crazy but there you go um yeah and uh i'm gonna go and check see how many more tomato i've got pounds of tomatoes oh that was i don't know if i said that only thing i went round to my sisters and she they've just um bought the house next door to them because they they're going to rent it out they've done it up and they're going to rent it out and in the garden they've got some very mature fruit trees which is great so they've got a cooking apple tree and a victoria plum tree and a very mature fig tree Oh, my days, so i went round there saturday and we had a look and i was like oh my these figs are already so i picked loads and loads of figs and she gave me some to bring home so i'm going to and a recipe that she had in the book so i'm going to have a go at making i I've I've brought home two recipes one was fig and apple jam um and the other one was a fig compote i think <clears throat> but i'll have a look when i go in and uh, i need to um make that asap uh I need to go around and just, uh, I need to dig up some carrots because they are, <laughs> I tried to pull them for dinner the other night and they're just wedged in the ground and the tops kept coming off and I'm like, oh, and I didn't really have time to dig them up then, but I do need to dig some up and then process those and put them in the freezer. Um, and I need to check how many cucumbers we got left. I've not got a lot of uh, veg left. The, sh- the squash that I have growing is <clears throat> a terrible year really because of that long, hot, dry Weather because you just I mean squash need a lot of water and I just could not give it as much water as it needed and so I I've not even looked to see ha- what sort of um, fruits they're producing at the minute but I mean I think one year I had tons of uh, um, squash stored beautifully for winter but this year I just think I'm going to have a few but that's fine gonna, I you know I this year has been a very very busy year. Um, for, for us socially as well with all kinds of different things going on in the catch-up events because um, you know people had to postpone it all for such a long time it's been a very very busy year with family life as well um, m- multiple things going on all the time <clears throat> um, it's been a very hot year uh, a very dry year um and uh also obviously i started a new a new sideline a new venture so um i'm going to wor- work towards now regrouping for next year um get the vegetable beds all um prepared nicely when everything else has gone over um so i've got my vegetables grown in a concentrated area in, in different you know they're, not, they're still not going to be monocropped but they will be um all together in one area because at the minute everything's all over the place and uh and yeah and do that and, and bear in and i do have to bear in mind that really there's only me and john now and i do sell a bit of extra produce and i give the kids a lot of it as well but we don't need as much as we always we used to grow before um which is great really because it, it takes less time and i can concentrate on other things so yes, yeah, so I think I feel like I'm babbling this morning. <laughs> I think I am on like a high really this morning because I have a nice new, love a gorgeous new grandson. And um and hopefully today things will turn a bit of a corner and they will be they will start to get um much stronger, the pair of them. So um yeah, keeping my fingers crossed for that. Yeah, I'm gonna go and finish cutting flowers now. Everlong farm. It's Everlong Farm, so um yeah, pop over to uh, her Facebook Facebook page, say hi to Stacey, um, tell her where you heard about it and uh, yeah, follow Stacey and see what she's up to too. Okay, it's 20 past 11 um, and uh, I was kind of floundering a bit this morning thinking, I, I know I've got all these jobs to do don't really know where to start with them so but I thought come on do we'll pull yourself together You have got to start somewhere so I went through the apples that I'd already picked um half of them are good for storing the other half needed cutting and um cooking cooking down um so that's what I've done I've peeled all those uh, and at the minute I've got those cooking down I've got a pan of tomatoes cooking down as well at the minute and also, I've got a pan of apple and fig jam um, just cooking down slowly before I take it to a boil. Um, uh, the tomatoes, I was reading about proper passata that, you know, the Italians make. They don't cook their tomatoes before. they. I think the tomatoes are just sieved, uh, you know, um, yeah, so they grind them. Well, what do you call that? I don't know. They put them in a thing and pulp them down and then they sieve it and then that's stored i think that's then must be water bath and stored in jars like that without cooking um so proper passata but um i'm not that confident with that so and also a lot of the time you can um just pop your tomatoes in some um a, a, a bowl of wor- hot water and um, slip the skins off but what i've done is i've just literally cut them all put them all in a pan with the lid on at the minute. I'll cook them all down. Then I will sieve it all, um, put it through a fine sieve to get all the skins and the um, seeds out. I can't think straight this morning. Seeds out. And then uh, I will cook it down again without the lid on uh, just to get it thicker. And then I will probably, I don't know, I'm just really like worried about water bathing things because i tend to think you know i'll probably forget that it's there and um not forget that it's there but i what i would do i know me i know myself and i would be like mm, yeah i really want to use that but i'm a bit worried about it so what i probably would do because i will use it then is freeze it because i know then i'll use it um same with the apples So i might do a a couple of jars of apple and and the apples have got so, I'm just cooking the apples down. They've got no sugar in or anything. So, they just literally will be apple sauce cooked down. And I, I might, I will freeze, I think I'll maybe I'll freeze half of it all and then do a water bath um, for the other half because I'm likely to use that up far more quickly. Uh, so, that's what I'm doing this morning. So, that's what I've got on the go. I've got three pans on the go one with apples, one with tomatoes, and one with apple and fig jam. Um, we're expecting some rain this afternoon. Hope you get some. Um, but in the meantime, I, I thought oh, I'd do this because then that's another, you know, one of the, a little tick in my head. Right? I've done that. I haven't wasted those. I've done something with them, put them by for another time. So um, I, uh, I picked, there was only a couple of courgettes to pick this morning. And I went and had a look at the raspberries, but they desperately need some rain. So there's not a lot on there. Um, and I've checked the apples, my eating apples on the eating apple trees. They're not ready yet, nor the pears, Or they're not far off. But, um, and pears, if you don't know, you need to pick the, don't wait for your pears to go ripe because by the time you're, you feel that your pears are ripe, uh, the inside will be mush. So the um, best thing probably to do with pears is when you think that they might be about ready, is take one off and have a bite into it and see uh, if, it's, if it's ready or not. And you, you know, you'll, you'll know the difference, whether it tastes sweet enough to eat or whether it's powdery still and a bit sharp so yeah don't wait for your pears to ripen because they by the time you think they're ripe they will be too ripe and, um yeah I might try I, I will say I might try and bottle some pears as well but I don't know I, I just I'm really worried about that if anybody ever comes across um some sort of course on that locally <laughs> I would definitely go on that to see you know exactly what's what because um it's not something I'm familiar with and so it's a little bit worried about doing that um jam and that obviously gets right up to temperature so it's not too bad uh, but yeah I'll, I'll just freeze it i know i know i'll use it if i freeze it so that's fine um yeah the farrier's coming this afternoon samantha so messaged me said the farrier's coming half past four is that okay yes that's fine (laughs) well i've got a customer coming at four o'clock to pick up flowers but um and it's a customer i know so there'll be a bit of chatting involved in that as well Uh, and uh but hopefully i don't know if she's coming over she hasn't said she's coming over or not but i will have to get the uh horses in and ready um prior to that prior to four o'clock if uh if she's not coming over, but hopefully she will. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm at at the minute. I've now got to go and tidy up all the apple peelings and get them in the compost bin. I'm just gonna add a couple of footnotes to that. Um, you could, of course, use all your peelings and your cores to make um, apple cider vinegar. Um, and it is something I've done in the past. and But I just don't have time right at this minute in my life to do that. So I'm not going to do that. But if you're inclined to, um, don't waste your peelings that you make them to use apple cider vinegar. Um, Ours will go onto the compost heap, and of course, that's still uh, that's still not wasted because all of our compost goes back onto our ground. So um, I don't feel that I've wasted that. That, that just all the nutrients from that will go back into the compost and back into the ground. So that's fine. The other thing is the figs um, that I'm using. They, the recipe that I use, uh, use course for green figs, but um, the uh, these are slightly these are over these are ripe overripe well not overripe but ripe um but I'm still going to use them because uh I figure well, it's fine you know it's going to be fine it's going to mush down anyway so um yeah so I'm just using uh, figs that are, that are not green um uh, and to be fair I've never cooked with figs before I've never I've got fig trees <laughs> growing in my garden that never amount to anything um so my sister's very lucky to have this amazing fig tree and uh, normally if I eat a fig I just eat it fresh I like I love fresh figs but um so but this you know there's quite a few so I thought well I'll, you know I'll make some fig jam fig and apple jam and um even just tasting it now it tastes amazing uh so yeah I've not cooked with figs before um but uh and to be honest because I eat them fresh I just kind of peel them open and eat the middle of them but um you can eat the skin and everything who knew I didn't <laughs> It's a uh, quarter to three on Tuesday. I am having trouble figuring out what day is what at the minute, but um, I don't even know if I said anything yesterday or not. I'll have to go back and have a look. Um, I've been busy this morning. Well, yeah, most of the day in between um, messages and phone calls and everything else, backwards and forwards from the hospital and uh, keeping the rest of the family updated. Um, uh, all is much the same. Um, although baby has improved, you know all of his um stats have improved. Um, I think they're just really waiting to see if he can feed keep some feed down and if he can't, why he can't. Um. But um, yeah, Charlotte's um a lot better. So um, and potentially she will be discharged without him, which will be quite upsetting. But um. He is entirely in the best place, and so uh, just have to take it a day at a time. Um, he's, I mean, he's not; um, it's not life-threatening uh, in terms of he's not rigged. You know, he's not he's not having anything breathing for him or anything like that. Obviously, he's tiny, and so um, everything is life-threatening really when they're that tiny. But uh, hopefully, um, he's slowly improving. It is slow, but it's it is it's small improvements so it won't be too long before he's um, big and strong and coming home and screaming your house down, as I said to Charlotte. Um, yeah, so this morning I thought, right, uh, in light of everything, obviously um a week Thursday we have Samantha's wedding and I still had to do these two, the last two big arrangements um, for the wedding, um, which are two arrangements that will go, one will go either side of the stairway, Uh uh, so the guests sit one side will look towards the stairway and then uh, they will get married the other side of it and so she went two arrangements going of the stairway um so i have made those and i don't mind telling you i have think i have totally flipping exceeded myself <laughs> doing these <laughs> they look absolutely stunning i i'm you know i do say to myself they are incredible um I love them. I've got them on the kitchen table in front of me at a minute and they look amazing. And the idea is that once they, once the ceremony is over, they will be collected up um, from the stairs and they will go and stand in front of the table. So therefore they, they kind of, um, it's a bit hard to describe, but they slope one way, if you see what I mean. They're kind of a triangle, each one. And uh, so one each side of the stairs. And then when they're butted up together, they make one big... Uh, triangular kind of shape, um, but they look amazing. Uh, it took me three hours to do them. I did uh, did um, read. So Bex Partridge has got a book out called Everlastings, and I did um, read that the other day prior to doing this, and I did pick up a few tips about um, doing the dry flower arrangements. Which was uh, there was a couple of things that you know just that that, that sound. Um, obvious but um, I hadn't thought of it so these are kind of in a block and so start in the middle so that you're not trying to work back onto dried material which was um, a great tip and um, yeah it was uh, it looks amazing um, eventually the photos will be um, on my uh, social media pages if you want to get a look at those um, consequently I've done a lot else outside it took me I think it took me three hours to do them and then another hour or so to tidy it all up <laughs> and um and then i've been looking for um just a couple of things like um uh, boxes to store the dried flowers in and actually when i go into the 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 office come craft room um i'm amazed at how many flowers i've dried over the last few weeks uh stacks of flowers so i need really somewhere to store them so i need an airtight box um a draft uh, a damp proof box and I need, and I want to put silica gel pouches in there, just to keep the flowers dry and fresh. And um, you know, they will go somewhere in the dark, um, to uh, so they don't lose too much of their colour while they're storing. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to do more of these. They're just they're just amazing, and um, I love them. <sighs> yes uh i've been on the phone also well messaging backwards and forwards to the chap who's supposed to deliver the ibc tanks they were supposed to come today he was going to message me yesterday i didn't hear anything Messaging today he's very sorry he's been into hospital he's struggling to catch up that's fine um hopefully tomorrow or thursday um i hope that that is the case and that we haven't just been done over <laughs> Uh, we'll find out tomorrow or Thursday. I don't think so. He seems like a genuine enough chap. And the reviews said he was genuine. But well, maybe they were false ones. Who knows? I don't know. Should have checked that out a bit more. Um, yeah, apart from that, I'm at, I'm shattered, really. I think I'm emotionally shattered as well at the minute. Just really emotionally tired from it all. Um, and uh, from the worry and all of that um, palaver. Uh, just like each day kind of hope there's going to be a big improvement but it's tiny but you know he's only tiny so there will be tiny improvements i'm sure eventually he will be um coming home um yeah so yeah i haven't done a lot else today and certainly not done anything outside i've got flowers to cut for tomorrow but i'll do those in the morning and i've got a big order to do for thursday which is great which is lovely and um yeah I'm really enjoying this I'd like to dry many more flowers I've got to try and figure out how I can get more flowers drying in here because I've I've looked around and um if I put them in the outbuildings at the back that's going to be too damp over winter that's not going to be any good I did think said to John about converting one of the stables but it actually fact into a kind of a workshop but actually what I need is a separate drying room which you would then probably have to have some gentle heat to keep it because uh, it's an outbuilding um but actually f- a workshop I need lots of light so the two don't um don't really go together terribly well. Um, I'll just have to think that one through I think. Meantime I'm trying to work out how in my the corner of my kitchen I can expand <laughs> my drying area for flowers. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that's about it. I am really tired today, so I think I'm going to leave it there for most of it. Um, just get the normal stuff sorted and uh, I can have a bit of rest and a cup of tea, I think. Morning, it's uh, Wednesday morning, 10 past nine. Um, been busy this morning. I thought I'd just sit down now. And- have a gabble into this thing um, i just looked on the rain radar it looks like we might get a bit drizzle this morning um, i can feel it spitting but it's not much but we could do the even a drizzle will be good um because our hosepipe ban comes into force today um like i said before that doesn't affect us as a business but also um due to you know you, you have to be responsible so Um, I would only be watering things, using the hosepipe for things that need um, uh, watering for the business. I won't be um, watering anything else with a hosepipe. I'd be using a watering can um, for all my pots of stuff and that. Um, So mainly it'll be for the animals and the vegetable garden and the flower garden. Out the back, really, that's it. Um... How, right, how? Where are we? <laughs> I just have to muddle. It's it's actually mentally exhausting, um, for when your youngest uh, newborn grandchild is um, in hospital, and you've got day, you know, days where things, well, hours where things go well, and then hours where things don't. Um, so yesterday, uh, he did actually manage to digest his milk, so that's a good sign. Um, however, then later on they were talking about discharging Charlotte and obviously um, he won't be discharged and so that's all, that's an emotional tip over for her which, um, you know, and I can't I can't do anything about that and that's, you know, that's wearing as well emotionally. Yeah, so Hamaka called in late last night and uh, I'd made him some dinner so um, he came and ate dinner, I think he ate dinner with Shelley the night before. So I'm um, trying to keep him fed as well. He looked absolutely shattered when he came, to be fair. Um, it's elderberry season, and um, but I, I thought, well, it's a bit of a job. I I don't know whether morally I'll just leave the elderberries on the trees because I don't need them to survive, but the birds will and there's you know, there's not a lot else going on out there at the minute because everything's shriveled and dried and it, what elderberries there are on the trees are not particularly great here. So um I kinda of thinking I ought to leave them for the birds really because they're gonna need it more than I am. Um I often I usually make sort of like an elderberry syrup or what I call a winter syrup, which sometimes has clove in it as well. So um and i know charlotte likes um elderberry syrup and uh probably might take you know do just pick enough to do some syrup for her cause she's going to need that um so yeah it's a bit of a dilemma because uh i think oh, should, should i pick some i'd like to i'd like some syrup but um or even elderberries in the freezer because they grow go nicely in you know apple pies and crumbles and cakes and all sorts of things um and obviously packed jam-packed with vitamin c so um they're they're great for for health um but uh i did yeah in the back of my mind i'm thinking the birds are really gonna struggle this winter if we don't get any decent sort of rain which is still not on the radar i'm watching the radar and, the, and i said to john look at that it's just blowing up past us it's not coming this way. It's kind of going up over the top of us and up country, um, so we're not getting it much rain at all. Um, I've got flowers this morning for a bouquet uh, that goes out later today, my weekly one, and um, I've also picked pounds of tomatoes and um, cu- some cucumbers. Um, sorted all those out and fed some to the tortoises which they're now tucking into tomatoes and um, sorrel, they love sorrel Um, so picked a few handfuls of sorrel yeah um, yeah my head's a muddle this week sorry about that Um, yeah fingers crossed everything is going to be okay and hopefully today he will take a good feed and uh, um, keep that down and it won't be long before he comes home um in the meantime we just keep hoping and sending our good wishes uh good positive vibes positive vibes um yeah i don't know what I'm gonna have, else i'm gonna do today um yet but uh i think what i'll do with this podcast is leave it here for now um for this week although it's only wednesday morning uh i won't publish it until tomorrow but um probably not gonna put anything else on here today and um i'll uh thanks for listening this week for my <laughs> muddled blurb and um i'll catch up with you again next week and hopefully um there'll be some good news on the baby front uh oh uh, next week we've got uh samantha's wedding see it's all go at the minute it's very it's all massively full-on and <laughs> as well as running this place and doing everything else it's uh fairly full-on at the minute but uh, thanks for listening and have a great week and I'll catch up with you again next week.